Hello, I'm Alex Crow, And I'm Steve Evans. Welcome to Talk of the Times, the Canberra Times podcast. This week, we are talking about diets. During COVID, a lot of people have been having the same experience. They've been working from home, which means eating at home and grazing from home all day, if you're anything like me. And a lot of us have put on weight. But some of us, yes, some of us have lost weight. I've lost 12 kilos over about three months. And two of our colleagues have also lost a lot of weight. Sit Dittabong has lost... I've lost 19 kilos since mid-June, but lately I've put back on 8 kilos. And fellow photographer Elisa Kurtz has also lost weight. Uh, moderate, 6 or 7 kilos. So, we're all pretty proud of ourselves. How have we done it? We'll come back to that, but first, an expert. Dr Penny Taylor is a senior research dietitian and a scientist at the CSIRO, no less. We asked her first for her broad advice. I guess when people are contemplating a diet for the first time, it's just thinking about how food fits into their lifestyle. Quite often when people are thinking about dieting for weight loss, they're thinking about restriction. So thinking about the foods they like, the foods that they don't want to give up, because what we can do within a diet is actually take those foods forward and make it realistic to their lifestyle so they're not actually cutting out the foods they like so they don't want to feel like they're on a diet. What we're looking at is those indulgence foods or the foods that should only take up around about 20% of your dietary intake and you use on occasions. So things like wine, chocolate, I'm a dark chocolate person, I absolutely adore dark chocolate. Even more so, I love dark chocolate coated macadamia nuts. Basically I treat them as 20% of my diet is is part for part of those foods the foods that make me feel satisfied in a different way so generally when you're looking at changing your diet or eating healthy or having diet for a weight loss or any other health benefits is looking at those foods that you know you'll crave if you actually abstain from or take them out completely by including them and having them maybe once a week in controlled portions or twice a week maximum in controlled portions, you're able to live a healthy, balanced life. So the core foods that you want to include in your diet are healthy foods. So things like your fruit and vegetables, your lean meat, fish and chicken, they take up the majority of your diet. And what about fad diets? Those miraculous diets and foods which seem to offer weight loss without any pain. Fad diet or fad foods is, is a, a kind of term that's been around for many, many years. So first of all, a fad is a weight loss plan or an aid that promises dramatic results. And often there's no long-term success. What we're looking for in, in when people come to looking for, uh, I guess, something like a miracle food or a miracle diet, they're looking for that one thing that will give them the edge. And unfortunately, there's no magical food. There's no ideal diet that fits the whole population it is up to that personalization what is it for you that will make that food work for you so that's the expert view let's see how our weight losers have done it Alyssa first what's your diet what's happened I'm on a high fat low carb diet essentially I take out lots of carbs I don't eat bread pastas and replace it with um, my favorite go-to is cauliflower so you eat all the same stuff, but instead of having uh, a potato, you have mashed up cauliflower. 
Exactly. That's not really all you've changed, Elisa. You're not eating the square three meals, three snacks each day either, are you? Uh, No, I'm also intermittent fasting. So I will eat up to about eight o'clock at night and not eat anything, drink, well, just drink water, have coffee through to about 12 o'clock the next day. Is it sustainable or is the hunger overpowering sometimes? Well, that's usually my problem with uh, previous diets that I've done is that I get very hungry. With um, high fat, low carb I can basically eat lots of cheeses I can eat lots of meat um, and vegetables so I'm not calorie counting but I can fill myself up with a lot of foods to get me through those times but at the end of it all your calories have come down you found a device to get your calories down I don't know I don't calorie count so I don't know if my calories are actually down or whatnot but yeah it's working and sit 19 kilograms is a lot of weight and I wouldn't have thought that you actually had that much to lose beforehand what have you been doing uh like Elisa I've combined a high fat low carb diet with a fairly aggressive uh intermittent fasting schedule uh actually I'm reticent to say schedule because I was experimenting and testing out the limits of my body um I found that for me Uh, having a high-fat, low-carb diet actually allowed me to not go hungry. And I was fasting longer than I thought would be possible. But your weight's now going back up? But not because of the reasons you might expect. Uh, At the moment, I'm cooking and eating a lot with my parents, so I find myself eating what they're eating. And I've lost something like 12 kilos, and what I've done is I've downloaded a calorie diary which means that absolutely everything I eat, I weigh and measure and calculate the calories and put it in. And it puts my weight, I put my weight in and I clock my weight and it tells me what the maximum I can eat every day. I've tried other diets before, never worked. This one has worked. It's hard work, but it's doable. And Steve, you mentioned there are some things that you can't cut out. I can't cut out wine. So in my rule, there has to be wine. I have to have a good meal in the evening and there has to be alcohol in it. I should be ashamed to say it, but I'm not. So in that calculation, I basically eat breakfast this morning, dry toast, a third of a tin of beans and I thought that was pushing the boat out. So in other words, I sacrificed through the day to push the boat out in the evening. That doesn't sound sustainable. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. It has at the moment. I've never come down this far. I've tried and I've been dieting for 40 years. I played rugby in university, got a job at Chips for the rest of my life and my weight went up like an Apollo moon rocket. But Elisa, you've got a couple of kids. Do you find it difficult maintaining this at home with them? I'm pretty lucky with my kids that they're not fussy eaters and so they're happy to eat a lot of vegetables and the meats that I do cook they'll eat as well. But um, there are times that I do substitute. If I make a, a meal with lots of sauce and whatever, I will take out my vegetables and put pasta or make rice for them and those poor kids have got to eat broccoli all day yes they do and they love it (laughs) 
What about exercise? Are you guys slogging it out at CrossFit or in the gym? No, I actually do very little exercise. I think it's only lucky that uh, my job's quite active and I'm out and about. Unlike these two, I'm calorie counting. And one of the things you learn when you calorie count is that exercise doesn't really get rid of many calories. I walk for an hour every day and that's something like 300 calories. It's two fat glasses of wine, you know. And in the past, when I've really exercised, my weight has actually gone up because it justifies a huge breakfast. Exercise, in my opinion, is a good thing, and in doctors' opinions, is a good thing. But don't think of exercise as the way of losing weight. In my opinion, the broad rule is still calories in, calories out. In other words, if you burn up more calories than are going into your body, your weight comes down. And though these two might disagree, there are devices you can use to formulate that. But I'm not an expert, and it may not be quite as simple as that. According to Dr Penny Taylor of the CSIRO. Not all calories are equal and it's not always about counting calories. It's about getting the right foods on your plate that are going to be not only appetizing to you, but are actually going to help your body work harder to digest, but also at the end of the day, you feel satisfied with. So when you're choosing foods, choose those that are minimally processed, like the lean meats. Go for the lean meats first, not the processed meats. Aim towards the fresh fruit and vegetables or even the frozen fruit and vegetables um, and move away from those highly processed juices and um, dried fruits and the things that you know will be processed. Dr Penny Taylor there. Alex, unlike we three unfortunate people, you don't have to worry about that. You have to run around in the shower to get wet. I want to distill this myth that there's like skinny women who just eat whatever they like and and can never put on weight. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's a thing for 30-year-old women. Um, I do exercise every day and I do eat very, very well and I do put on weight when I don't do those things. A lot of people have an emotional connection to food and dieting can make that a lot worse and I think it bears mention that there's no such thing as the perfect body weight you can be a healthy size 14 and a healthy and an unhealthy size 6 I think it's people need to be really careful when they talk about dieting and when they think about dieting and especially young women and young because it's such it is a huge problem I think everybody's different and I found an approach that works for me I think it's okay to experiment, but I did so under the guidance of a dietitian at Canberra Hospital. I'd recommend people reading and researching as much as possible, uh, but keeping an open mind because there is a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah, I guess I would just back up what Sit was saying about, you know, know your own limits and know your own body and know what works for you. And it's worth it. It feels really good when the weight comes off. Finally, though... The expert again, Dr Penny Taylor. Look at your portions first, not always the type of food. Most people have a good or reasonable nutritional literacy about eating healthy foods, eating 80% of your diet from your core foods or what we call your healthy foods and 20% from those indulgences and using them on occasion. But don't graze through the day is the other message I want you to have is by grazing through the day, you're setting your body up for a craving cycle. Dr Penny Taylor of the CSIRO. And thanks to to Sit Dittavong and Elisa Kurtz. And thanks for listening to Talk of the Times, the Canberra Times podcast. See you again next week.